Hi, I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. Hi, I'm Alyssa Chapman. We're two New York City bloggers and influencers who have been covering beauty, fashion, and family life for what seems like forever. But now we're two women in midlife who want to discover all the secrets to growing younger. We're ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, lifestyle, wellness, and longevity. We'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, we'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey with a little humor. And a lot of moxie. We want to keep fighting that fight so we can grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. I'm Lauren Dimmitt-Waters with Fountain of 30. And I'm Melissa Chapman with StatenIslandFamily.com. And oh my God, we are so excited. I when, I when I messaged you, Chris, I was like a shot in the dark. I'm like, he's never going to get back to me. I got back to you pretty quick. You I got back to me like right away. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I felt like I won the lottery. Well, well, I don't know about winning the lottery. Yes, but, you know, I won the lottery. A lot, of, a lot of psychics are not very, you know accessible and you know they stay in the background or whatever and they make you wait and wait not me you send me a message i'm gonna get back to you i mean it might take me a minute but i'm gonna get back to you yeah i mean i i really the reason that i reached out to is because a friend of mine um who i would never have expected that would go to see somebody Mm -hmm. just said she her and her husband came to see you and it was so intimate and it was she never expected the stuff that happened to happen. And right. she wasn't even a believer and she was kind of a skeptic mm-hmm. and she really, I love the skeptics. Yeah. She really was like, I wish we had more time. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if they came together, I probably did an hour reading. I usually only do 30 mm-hmm. minute readings. I do so many, I do up to 40 a week. So for me to do more than an hour is just too much. So, um, I probably did a one hour reading and it probably could have gone longer. I mean, I, I usually have a lot to say. I'm not like the typical psychic that flips cards and tells you two or three things. I talk, I talk fast. I give, I would say, and I'm, they might've told you this. I, I give people more in a half hour than any psychic I know gives in an hour. So, cause I'm different. I, you know, it comes to me very quickly. When you ask me a question, it comes to me. If I see a picture, it just comes to me very, very quickly. So, and, and I'm a big believer in giving people as much as I can for their money. Now, have, Melissa, have you ever seen a medium? Um, you know, I did see one, but I was telling Lauren in the car, it was me and my two sisters Mm -hmm. and it was like a very odd experience. Um, my mother, was it somebody on the Island? No, it was someone in New Jersey and the woman actually like my mother, like became the woman. It was just screaming at us the whole time. Really? Okay. (laughs) So she was a medium because she was, okay, that's cool. And like the way she was screaming at us, it was like. It was like my mother was there. It was right. so bizarre. What about you, Lauren? Have you ever seen a medium? I have, but I I met him at a party, and he I I wasn't a believer at all. Okay, and then did he make you a believer? Oh yeah, all right, he good. sure did. Like in a minute, and I was like, oh my god, because he told me my dad. I I started. I would I had some cocktails. Not gonna lie, and it was at a party, and I had never I'd heard of him, but I hadn't met him before, and he was obviously not on the clock, and. I just thought oh, I'll just have some fun with us. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, I hear when uh, he said he was tired. Okay. And I, and uh, I said, Oh, I hear when mediums are tired that the dead really come through. And he goes, yeah, like your dad, he's That's standing true. right next to you. That's true. And I was like, <laughs> and, that then, is the and he said some thing. things that my dad really would have said. That's awesome. I, I started. You guys like, got cry. lucky. You guys yeah. got lucky. There's you know, there's yeah. a lot of scam waters there out are. there. I know one of your questions you wanted to talk about is how you could tell the difference and what, what not. There are a lot of scam artists out there and yeah, it makes us, it, it makes it harder for the legitimate psychic to be taken seriously. You know, you know, when people ask me, how do you, how should you tell somebody to look for a psychic? I say, go on recommendations. Yeah. Um, if, you know, people are recommending somebody, they're probably the real deal. You know, here on Staten Island, there's a lot of psychics. Okay. I didn't I'm, even know there were a lot of psychics. I'm not going to mention their names because they're not worth mentioning. There are two psychics that I have a lot of respect for on this island. Um, and I'm not going to mention their names, but there are two psychics on the island that I have respect for. Everyone else, I think, is pretty much either a fraud or not a real psychic. They're really good at reading reading people's faces. Like when I, when somebody comes to me for a reading, they sit right in that chair where you're sitting, and I don't even look at them. 
And I tell him, I said, I'm, I hope you don't think I'm being rude, but a lot of times, you know, your face could tell me things. And I look away and I said, I want it to come to me naturally. And, and I don't even look at people when I, when I read them until they start showing me their pictures and asking me their questions. That's a different thing. But in the beginning of my reading, I always do the psychic part first where I tell people what I pick up on them. And um, I don't even look at them. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can you clarify what the difference is between a psychic and a medium? Well, you have to be psychic to be a medium. You don't have to be a medium to be psychic. See, a medium talks to the dead. That's the bottom line. Psychics just kind of get the information. They feel things. They have feelings. Uh, a medium is literally getting their information from the other side. They can communicate with the other side. Now, there's so many different ways you can, can communicate. I could get it, you know, audio, visual, you know, just a, a feeling. Um, I'm, I'm what's known as a trance channel. What does that mean? I go into trance. Like if I do like, like tomorrow night, I'm doing a seance for my friends where I'm going to hopefully channel, you know, their dead, their, their loved ones that have passed. And I actually go into trance and, and become the spirit. You know, I'll give you a, for instance, now I, I smoke cigars, but as a, a cigar smoker, you don't inhale. I can't inhale. I've never smoked cigarettes because I can't inhale. I, I'm like a three-year-old girl. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, you know, I just kind of get sick and I cough or whatever. I've channeled spirits that were heavy smokers. I've smoked cigarettes and blew smoke rings. And I don't know how to blow a smoke ring. Oh my god! You know, so I actually become the spirit when I, when I channel them. So it's, it's, it's interesting. So it, it's not like what you see on TV. I'll tell you that the closest thing I could say to what it is, believe it or not, is ghosts like Whoopi Goldberg and ghosts. That's the closest to what it truly is. So like all the shows that we've all seen, you know, like um, the Medium with Long Patricia Island. Arquette. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. What about Long Island, the Long yes. Island Medium? Yes. Okay, the, the Long, Long Island, Island Medium. Medium. Yes. We've all watched that. Okay, right? well. Okay. Come on, let's dispel the myth right here. <laughs> um, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> the Long Island Medium is a very good psychic. Number really? one. Really? Yes, she is. But, but her show is quite fabricated very now, produced now, you can tell that it's very produced yes listen i had an i had an, um, an interview with the with the sci-fi network okay they call me the godfather of psychic mediums i'll give you a reading you can't refuse that whole thing okay so they, <laughs> so they that would actually be like the perfect show for you well exactly so i did um an interview with the sci-fi network and i gave them these readings as the godfather me my persona and and they were like that was great we want to give you a show you could be the next long island medium i'm like well i'm way better than her but okay yeah i would love my own show and they said but you got to be more brooklyn italian i said well, well brooklyn i said well i know i am really from brooklyn <laughs> okay. i said i said who's more brooklyn okay. italian by than the me, way you know? i'm from brooklyn and i live mm -hmm. in Staten island right. and you're brooklyn Staten island you don't have to even try that's uh, all you are that's my point that is you so they wanted me to to be a caricature of right. who I am. And I said, you know what? I can't do it. Now, would I have been really well-known as opposed to just known here in like the, the boroughs, you know, but although I do give readings all over the world, I, I, I do readings on Skype to England, to Italy, to all over the United States, Canada. But, you know, if I would have, if I would have, you know, cheapened myself is how I kind of feel it. Yes. Uh, how I feel it is. And, and, you know, just kind of like play up the whole Italian they wanted me to be dumb, basically, you right. know, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm way too good at what I do. To, hey, I'm from to, Long Island. I you know, got it. No, and I, I, there's I a lot it. of yeah. psychics in Long Island, you know. No, I know. Long I'm Island's just saying like it. everybody's got their persona, especially right. in the New York area. But to tell me to be more of what I am, I'm like, right. this is who I am. And I, it's, a, it's enough, you know, so <laughs> right. I'm enough already. That's what I said. No, That's what I told them. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been? Oh, Jesus. Doing readings? Well, actual readings. I would say. 20 years ago is when it came back to me big time. Now it didn't start to me. It started when I was like nine years old. Okay. When you say it came back, it left. I begged, I begged it to stop. Oh, okay. I begged it to stop. Why, why don't we start with that? Yeah. Why okay? don't we? Tell yes. us, tell us your story. I was nine years old begged and it to stop. I begged wow. it, begged it. Okay. I was nine years old and I started seeing a spirit. Okay. It, it looked like, you know what an amoeba is mm -hmm. kind of like a mass. Okay. It showed itself as that and turned into like a 16 year old girl who told me her name was Heather. Now she started coming every single day. You're nine. I'm nine. Okay. So, and I'm telling my parents, you know, there's a spirit, there's a spirit. Now I had my sister, I had my brother at the time, my youngest sister, I don't believe was born yet. And, um, it just kept coming and coming and coming. And it was, it was, it's nervous. You, you get nervous. And then as I got older, like, Listen, I don't want to sound like an, like an ass, but I was like a cool kid. You know, I had girlfriends. I played baseball. I played football. Like a regular I wrestled. Kid. I was like a regular kid. And you couldn't be the cool kid and talk to the dead. 
40 years ago. Right. Okay, I'm 51. So over 40 years ago. Now it's a little bit different. Now if you're talking to the dead, you know, you get your own television show. But back then you were a freak (laughs) and I was way too cool to be the freak. So when I was 13, I was like, you got to stop. I said, I can't do this no more. I can't. You know, it's I I can't. I can't do this. It's too heavy. And here's the crazy part. They listened to me and they went away and they popped up here and there throughout my life. Okay. And um, I want to say the time they came back the biggest before it really came back in a big way was in the Air Force. And um, how old are you? I'm sorry. At this point, at this point, I was well, I was engaged. I think it was 20. And so so now for seven, seven years, years, it's gone pop much. here and there, here okay. and there. So I'm in the Air Force and I was about to get married to a woman who was, I think, eight years older than me with a five year old daughter. My family did not like her. They met her. They didn't like her. They were like, Chris, you can't do this. She's the wrong girl for you. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. I was 19. I was 20 years old. Whatever I was, I knew everything at that of course, point. We always you know, know, yeah. you know um, I probably wasn't thinking with the right head, but I was, that's just me. I, I just, I love this girl and mm-hmm. I knew I did. But then I was about two months away from getting married and I'm laying in my dormitory and the dormitory had like um, cinder block walls and I had uh, a concrete nail that was in the wall with my girlfriend's picture, an eight by 10 hanging on the wall like this. Okay. If you look, if I, you, they can't see it, but imagine um, a picture on a nail with the nail sticking out of the picture. It mm-hmm. can't fall. It was up there for three years. Right. I'm laying in bed and I said, Oh my God. Oh my God. Just give me a sign. Should I marry this girl or should I not marry her? And that picture, my hand to God fell off the wall seven times. <gasps> You kept putting it back. And I kept putting up. it back. And oh I, I, I got so freaked out that I went into the day room to sleep. And I couldn't sleep because I was getting all these weird feelings, these weird feelings. At 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the morning, I called her like a chicken because I couldn't face her. I called her and I said, I can't marry you. Oh and of course, you know, she said a couple choice things to me, but whatever. And, and I didn't marry her. And then I come home. I meet. My wife, who I'm now divorced, okay? But I met my wife, and um, my second daughter was just about to be born, okay? Well, she was born, and it was her birthday. It was her first birthday. I'm sorry. It was her birthday, first birthday. And I was in my living room talking to my cousin, Louisa. And my house, the kit, the, the, the living room and dining room were like one big room. They kind of like went into each other. And on my living, in my dining room, against one wall, I had four big pictures of my two daughters, Okay. On the other side of the of the dining room, there was all these happy birthday balloons because the next day was going to be her first birthday. I'm on the phone with my cousin Louisa, and all of a sudden, I see the shadow of a little heavy set woman. I said, "Oh my God, what is this?" Because it hadn't been back in so long, you know. It, it just didn't really trigger. And then all of a sudden, a happy birthday balloon started bouncing. And I said to my cousin, "I said, Lou, you're not going to believe this." And that friggin' balloon bounced all the way around the table and stuck to my daughter's picture. And I mm. said, that's my mother-in-law. I ran upstairs, I got my wife, and I'm like, you're not going to believe this. And I told them, she got very emotional. She was like, oh my God, my mother's actually saying happy birthday to our daughter. A couple days later, I was in my living room, and I fallen asleep. I was watching Sports Center. I woke up 2, 3 in the morning. I don't know, it was very late. And I woke up to about 12 to 15 spirits standing right in front of me. Now, it scared the hell out of me, obviously. And it scared the hell out of me because I thought they were real. Because I didn't see them like I see, like, like you would think you see like transparent. No, they were full bodied apparitions where I could not see through them. So I thought they were real. And then I kind of like cleared my head and I looked at them and I'm like, wait, wait, they're from all different eras. I mean, I mm. had people with like long coats in the top hat and the big mustache. I had a, a girl that was like from the 60s because she had on a or the 70s because she had on a Rolling Stone T-shirt. They, they were from like all these different eras. Wow. And and this happened and it scared the hell out of me, honestly. And then it happened again the second night. I didn't tell my wife yet. It happened the second night. And um, I looked at them and I said, what, you know, what are you doing? I said, are you real? And they looked at me like I was like pathetic. They were like, is this the guy we came to see? Like, I felt like that's what they were saying to themselves, you know? And the little guy with the top hat and the mustache, he had a big handlebar mustache. He says, um, you need to accept who and what you are. And I said, what do you mean accept who and what I am? I, uh, I don't know what that means. He says, you need to accept who and what you are. I said, well, I don't know what that means. He goes, well, let us show you. I said, wait. He goes, you know, you have failed at everything you've ever done in your life. And to hear that really pissed me off because in my eyes, I didn't fail at anything. I mean, listen, I was 
I, I played baseball in high school. I got drafted. Okay. I was a draft pick into the major leagues. Okay. Oh my God. I broke my arm in three places and two fingers two weeks before spring training. I blow it. Oh. I never thought of it like that. Going to the Air Force, I become special forces. Okay. I go through 10 months of insane, insane. You ever see the movie? Um, Top Gun? Not Top Gun. Um, <laughs> That's all I know about Air Force. Uh, the one with, with, with Demi Moore, where she becomes a Navy SEAL. Oh, oh yeah. G.I. Jane. Yes, yeah. G.I. Okay. Jane. I went through that. Wow. Okay. Um, 10 months, I blew out my knee a couple <gasps> weeks before I was going to graduate. I lost it. I go, you know, now I, I have my regular job in the Air Force. They find out about my, the, my chief master sergeant on the base was best friends with the owner of the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Calls him and says, I got this kid. He's amazing. You got to see this kid play. Tells him my name. He goes, he goes, I, goes I, he goes, I know exactly who he is. He goes, I want to try him out. So my chief master sergeant tells me, you know, just don't do no base, no, no Air Force related stuff. Just practice your baseball. I did that a couple of weeks before I fell down the stairs. I blow out my name. I'm done. Oh I come home and, and they were right. I failed at everything. But you, I was good at everything, but I failed in the end. Maybe something was happening to there, you. To something get you was here, happening. hundred percent. Right? Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's, that's what I'm thinking. Oh my God. You're 100% right. Oh God, and, and that's how I look at it. I was like, listen, I failed at everything I loved, but now look what I'm doing. I'm doing what I really love because to me, this isn't a job. I love talking to people. I love giving people closure. I love putting smiles on people's faces. I tell everybody who sits in that chair, don't ask me a question you don't want to know. I can't promise it's going to come to me. If it does, I'm telling you. I'm not here to make you happy. I'm here to tell you what honestly comes to me. And if in the process you're happy, phenomenal. If not, I apologize. But you're going to get the truth from me. And that's just kind of how I go about it. And so since ever, ever since then, you've been doing this? Or how I've been doing of- this professionally for 15 years. Three years ago, I quit my job and I said, I'm doing nothing else but this. Wow. wow. It, what, so why did, what, why did you make that decision? I mean, was it like just because it, it was so many people? Why? That- because it was, I made that decision for a couple of reasons. I see all these like famous psychics and they're charging $1,500 and $2,000 to go There's see them. so many, and by the guess way. Guess what? How many people could go spend $1,000 to get a reading? Not many. No. And I always said, I'll never be that guy. As famous as I could get, I'll never be that guy. And I just wanted to help people. And, and the more I help people, the more I, I loved it. And, the, you know, then people started talking about me. And then I started doing seances. Okay. That's how I made my name is by doing seances in Brooklyn. That's how everyone got to know me. And before long, Saturday night in Georgetown, you know, was seance night at Chris's house. You know, people will come from all over. I would get anywhere from 15 to 30 people in my basement doing a seance. It was wow. crazy. You know, and it, I, I can't imagine my doing anything else with my life. This well, is all I want to do. Let, let me ask you this. Now, let's take this to like other people. Like maybe there's people out there that don't necessarily believe in this. I know I wasn't really a believer. Until... I don't try to make anybody a believer. Right. I just want to let you know that. No, but, but what, how would you know, how does somebody know that they're getting a sign? That somebody's trying to communicate. With I them. tell this is what I tell people, um, and it's a great question. And I and I actually answered this question to two of the people I gave readings to today. Um, I tell them if you believe it's a sign, acknowledge it. Period. Yeah. End the story. Um, people don't realize how much energy it takes for a spirit to give you a sign, whether it's a scent. You know, your your mother wore a certain perfume and you smell that. Or or she used to cook cabbage. You know, cabbage and you smell cabbage. Or she was a smoker. He was a smoker. You know. You look at the clock and it's her birthday or the day, you know, he or she died. You know, you find a penny on the floor. They say pennies from heaven. I've had spirit tell me, can I, can I, can I speak however I want? Or yeah, I've had yes. spirit tell me, fuck pennies from heaven. Look for the dimes in the quarters. Specifically tell me that, you know, so <laughs> wow. it, signs could be anything. And if you don't acknowledge it, guess what? They stop giving them to you. All right. Interesting. So that's why I tell people whether you think it's a sign or not acknowledge it because they need to be acknowledged. They need to know that their efforts and their energy is not going for naught. Okay. Um, and this is another really interesting thing. Say your mom and your dad have both passed. Okay. And your dad is giving you a message, but you think it's your mom. Your dad ain't going to give a damn that you didn't know it was him. All he's going to care about is that you got the message. So that's why I told people, anytime you feel you're getting a message, acknowledge it. So speaking of that, so our our audience is, I feel like our audience is a lot of middle-aged women. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we speak to everybody, but a lot of it is women, you know, over like 30, mm-hmm. over, four, over 40. Over 40. So a lot of us have experienced loss, you right. know, and, right. and it's, it's, that's why, I, that's initially how I reached out to you, you know, when I was saying like, 
you get, especially for me, I lost both my parents, both mm-hmm. 68 years old, very okay. young. Very young. Very young. And, you know, you start thinking like, is this all there is? Like, you know, both of them worked really hard and mm-hmm. both had really hard lives. And, and you know, do, do you feel like there are a lot of people that come to you more of a certain age? Do you feel like... like my, you, you the know, people that come to me mostly are anywhere from 25 to, honestly... I've had 85-year-old, 87-year-old Pretty women come to me. Pretty much that's had lost, right? yeah. yeah, but I would say from 25 on up, the main people I'm going to say are between 30 and 50. Right, between 30 and 50. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you feel... But it runs the gamut, honestly. I, I have people bring their kids to me, not even for psychic readings, just to talk to me. You know, a lot of a lot of what I do, I, I like to say it's like uh, psychic life coaching because um, there are certain people I, I read so many times that it's really not psychic anymore. And they don't really want the psychic part of it. They just want to hear what I think. And it becomes more like psychic life coaching as opposed to psychic reading with some people. What do you mean by psychic life coaching? Like, I just kind of tell them what I feel that they should be doing. Like, I have people that come every month, okay? And they don't need to. And I tell them, you do not need to come, but they do. And they just want to hear what I think that they should be doing for the next month of their life. And I tell them, live your life. That's what you should do. Just live your life. Okay, but they need to hear from. They want Chris. No, no, no. I'd rather give you eighty dollars for a half hour than go give a psychiatrist three hundred seventy-five dollars for an hour. I feel better when I leave you, and I understand that. That makes sense. And I, I understand that. that. I got that. Now, do do all people get signs, and some choose to ignore it? Or I, or I think everyone gets signs, but the problem is, so many people have so much stuff going on in their lives that their minds are cluttered. Can okay. I, can I say yes. that too? Because. Both my parents died. Mm-hmm. One died three years ago. One died 10 years ago. I've gotten zero That's signs. because you have so, I, I look at you, I see chaos in your head. You're all over the place, you know. You have a hard time, you know. Like if, like I tell, I tell people, I tell people like if you have to go from here to there, it's a straight line. With you, it might be a straight line, but you might get distracted by the nice shoes in the window. And, you know, you're a little bit all over the place, okay. And it's very hard and you got a lot of stuff going on. So it's very hard to get the messages when you got so much stuff going on. Well, that's why I tell people, clear your thoughts. Do your best to clear your thoughts and meditate. I know you have a hard time doing that. Am I right? You have oh a hard time? God. You have no idea. You have I, a very I, hard time meditating. I know. I, 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 I can look at you and I know right off the bat. It's funny you're saying that because I, I went to synagogue for mm-hmm. the high holidays. And while I have the, the prayer book in my hand, I'm like, I, I, I'm trying so hard. And I'm like, I see myself thinking of other things that I have to do. And I'm like, I'm not even praying to God because I'm so busy thinking mm-hmm. of my other stuff. You don't know you, how to empty your mind. No, you're, I don't you're, know how so to guilty. You're, sc- you're scattered, but that's okay. You know, a lot of people are. There, there's a song I listen to, okay? And I tell, I tell so many of my clients who I feel like they're all over the place or, or they overthink. There's a lot of overthinkers. Like you overthink some, you know, you, you know. <gasps> oh you, my God. You pointed at me. Yes, Lauren, that is you. So, you know, the thing is, and I tell them, listen to the song. Because this song helps me, and it's called, it's a song by a, a singer named Robbie Robertson, and the name of the song is Peyote Healing, okay? And I refer this to so many people because I believe in it. I listen to it four to five times a week because it calms me down, mm. all right? When I teach my psychic development class every month right here in this house, we listen to that song, all right? I don't do a meditation. I listen to, I let That's them listen. Meditation. That is it. Right. It's six minutes and 11 seconds of soul-soothing music. There's something about it that just resonates with so many people. And I always tell everybody, you know, if I refer the song to 100 people, 92, 93 of them write me and say, you know what, Chris, it helped me. It made me feel good. The other seven or eight, it did nothing for them. And that's okay, you know. But the percentage of the people I feel like it helps, calms them down, kind of like clears their mind. Like your mind goes 100 miles an hour. You need to get it down to like 30 miles an hour to get your, your signs and your messages. Try listening to that song. I kind of have the feeling it'll help you slow things down to where you might possibly be able to get those messages. So so when you say get messages, I think that's something that all of us are very interested in hearing about. What does that mean? So say it again, I'm sorry. Like the, like getting a message. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, do you have to be religious? No, to, it to, has to, nothing to do with religion. It's not listen, religion. Listen, I'm it's Catholic. Not... I was baptized, communion, confirmation. My kids, too. I went to Catholic school. I am not religious. Okay, I'm spiritual. He's a spiritual gangster. You know, <laughs> that's me. Um, but you are wearing a cross, though. I am wearing a cross. Of course I am, because I'm Catholic. And I, you know, I love the cross. But it doesn't mean that I that I go to church and, you know, confess my sins. I'm a big believer. You can confess, but you can do it right in your own room. You know, right. I'm a big believer in that. Right. I, I, and I, I hear that. And I, I believe yeah. that everyone should believe in something. Yeah. Okay. You have to believe in something. 
I you know, agree. it doesn't mean that you have to go to church to do it. You could, your church could be right here, right? You know, and I'm, and that's I think you just, just need to be spiritual and you need to believe in something. I agree. You have that. to believe in something, right? It doesn't have to be religious. I'm not mm -hmm. a religious person whatsoever, but you don't have to be anything to right. get a song. You just have to be open. Okay. That's what you have to be. And I think as we get older, you know, thing life happens. We start some of a lot of women that I know get a little more closed off. You know, it, they're less open. So they're probably less apt. What happens a lot is like a lot of kids, especially kids are very gifted. I teach classes for kids who I used to. Okay. And what I find with the kids is a lot of them are very gifted up until about as old as eight or nine. And then it just kind of goes away. Yeah. It just kind of goes away. You know, because they're growing up, they're, they're growing up. Yeah. And as you get older, you're dealing with more things. You got bills, you got work. You, who's getting a divorce? Who's getting cheated on? Mm -hmm. Who's, you know, having trouble at life work? Life wears on them. Life yeah, wears life on them. Right. And that kind of closes you off. That's yeah. why it's important to clear your mind if you want to get messages. So you're saying, though, that all people are able to receive messages. They're just whether they're open to it. Or yes, not. I believe that most people are. Well, everyone can get messages, you know, like, OK, so. No, so I had a radio show for many years with well over 2 million listeners. And, and you know, I used to have psychics on and they used to say everyone's psychic. And that used to drive me crazy because I don't believe everyone's psychic. Okay. I think everyone has ability, but whether they, you know, use it in any way, shape or form is, is completely and different. And probably some people you know, is better than others. Right. right. And I agree with that. But, right. you know, I don't, most people don't use any of their ability, you know, and some people don't believe in it. It's just, I don't know. It, it's very subjective as far as I'm concerned. No, and I think too, like, I think that life, things can evolve. Like, I look at what I believed 10 years ago mm -hmm. as opposed to what I believe now. Like, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed any of this. And you, now, you I'm wanted to hear something more. interesting. Um, when I first started in this, I had a mentor. Her name is Barbara. Okay. One of the most amazing, amazing psychics I've ever been around. And she, and she was very blunt and she used to, she was very blunt. And she said to me, why don't you meditate, Chris? I'm like, meditate. I said, that's for like foofy people. I said, that's for like the new agey, you know, love and light. I said, I said, I'm a cool guy. I said, I don't meditate. And she was, and she says, you know, you're, you're an ass. She said, <laughs> I guarantee you, if you meditate, she says, you're, you're fantastic. She goes, but you could be better. I said, by meditating took me five weeks, five weeks to learn how to meditate. But I'll tell you what, at that fifth, five week point, it just kind of clicked. And I had an out-of-body experience while I was meditating, and I just got it. Yep. And I went from here to here that day. That day, I, I ascended to a whole nother level. So I, when I teach my psychic development class, I tell my students, you, you got to meditate. You got to do it. Okay? You got to clear your thoughts. You got to meditate. Yep. It, 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 if you want to work on your psychic ability, meditation is very, very important. Wow. I, I actually am curious about this. So it's not a religious thing, but... So do you believe, because I was raised very religious, mm -hmm. Jewish religious, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like you, we're taught to believe there's heaven right. after, and okay. everyone goes I, to heaven. I love where this is going. Okay. Yeah. Everyone goes to heaven, and, and we all become souls. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that when I die that I'm going to go to heaven, I'm yeah, going to become I'm, I'm a soul. I'm sure you are. I'm sure I hope you are. so. But, like, so when, you so when you get psychic, you know, when you do mm -hmm. your work, are you communicating with those souls? Yes, absolutely. And I, so, I just, so they are on the other side. They are on the other side. Now, this is something that's really interesting that I think you guys would be interested in. You know, you talk about heaven. There's, if there's heaven, there's a hell, right? A lot of people don't believe in hell. But if a lot of people don't believe in heaven, they, they think it's a place. Like heaven is up there and hell is down here. That's a fallacy, okay? Um, I could be reading somebody, okay? I could be reading you, all right? And your mom could be here. Your father could be there. He's in hell. She's in heaven. It's just how they're perceiving their time and their space on the other side. You know, it's, it's, it's not a place. It, it's almost like a feeling. It's, a, you know, if you're in hell, you, you, it's almost like you're trapped in a space of something that's continual that you don't love. Okay. And the difference between being in the light and not being in the light. You ever watch the show? Um, the one with, uh, oh God, Jesus. Um, not medium. Um, Ghost Whisperer? Ghost Whisperer. Oh, I okay. watch that all the time. I love I love the show. Now, the, the, the writer of that show, well, not the writer, but the Jennifer psychic Love that Hewitt it, the, the, oh, Jennifer okay. Love Hewitt. Right. The, the, the psychic who is, you know, the one that that show is really about, his name is James Van Prague. Yes. Okay. He's phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. Okay. He's actually called me up on stage with him at the Omega Institute and had me do readings with him. He's awesome. Wow. Okay? But 
One thing that bothers me about that show is you would think that if he's doing it, it's got to be legit. One thing that really bothers me is that according to that show, when you go into the light, you're gone. That is so far from the truth. I don't even know why they do that in the show. I think it's just, you know, for Hollywood's sake. But the truth is you can have two spirits here. One is in the light and one is not in the light. Okay. And what you want to know what the difference is? It's so, it's so simple. If you're in the light, you're not associated with the feelings and there's no energetic imprints left behind. Like if you, like if I'm sad and my dad is here and he's in the light, he's not associated with that feeling of sadness with me. So he can help guide me. He can help me and whatnot. And I'd say my grandfather's on this side and he is not in the light. Now, if I'm sad, he feels that sadness. If I'm angry, he could feel that anger. And that sucks because when you're on the other side, you don't want to be associated with, with those feelings. You know, you want to let it go. You want to be in the light. That's why it's so important to try to get to the light. And that's why it's so important. Like if, if I go into a home and there's spirit that is not in the light, I ask them if they want to go because it has to be of their free will. And if they want to go into the light, I help pass them into the light. That's the difference between being in the light and not being in the light. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's, here's another question I want to ask you. So what separates a real psychic from a scam artist? Well, <laughs> like I always say, go by, go by reputation, go by um, people recommending you. I'll give you, for instance, there's a, there's a, a site on Facebook called Staten Island Parents Uncensored. Oh, um, I know that one very well. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't. Well, oh, Lauren, that is a party in and of itself. Yeah. Well, what happened was like three years ago, I gave two girls a reading. Okay. One's name was Stacy and one's name was Anna Marie. And that night they went on there and they wrote these beautiful things about me, about what I did for them and connecting with their family and everything. The next morning I woke up, I had 30 inboxes of people wanting to do readings. I quit my job that day. Wow. I said, this is what I got to do. Now, my point is, anytime somebody goes on, say, that page, which has like 8,000 people on yes. it, and they say, um, is there a psychic medium that you that everyone recommends? There'll be 200 comments, and 190 of them will say C. George or Chris George, and right. the other 10 will be a couple other people. Right. There's a reason why everyone is saying C. George, because she's good. Okay, right. so that's what I would say to do. Look at what people are saying. Go on the recommendation because there's a lot of fakes out there. A lot. I know. I mean, like, a, but wouldn't that get? Don't you think though, if people are talking, then that's gonna get? Well, yeah. Well, that, that that's why fake. I'm. That's why I'm taking everybody's clients. That's why I'm reading so many people because you know they went to this. I'm not gonna mention no names. They went to this psychic, that psychic, that psychic. Oh, Chris is good. Let me go to him. And then guess what? They ain't going to those psychics anymore. Everyone who comes to me comes back. They come back. And everyone who comes to me is recommending people to me. You know, there's a reason for that. That's how you know who's good. If you're getting recommended over and over and over again, there's a reason for that. Okay, so let's uh, let's ask you this question: Have you ever made a mistake in your reading, or um, any reading, or a reading, whatever? A mistake. Um, if I have, I okay. The, the I think the worst mistake I've ever made is um, predicting a, a baby girl instead of a baby boy. Okay, but you predicted a baby, so I feel like that should be... No, enough. no, I didn't predict a baby. She was already <laughs> oh. pregnant. Oh, okay? okay, okay. But I have had somebody come here um, with a boyfriend in the car, and I said, and I congratulated her, and she said, why? She go, I said, well, you're pregnant. And this has happened twice. This actually happened on stage at the Bleecker Theater in Manhattan when I was doing a thing for the, um, you know, the, uh, um, what's that? that prank show with the four guys from oh oh yeah yeah um impractical jokers yes okay so i was on that show oh wow okay so it happened there but it happened right here and i told her, i said you're pregnant she goes i am not pregnant i said you're pregnant mm -hmm. i said i said your boyfriend you said your boyfriend's outside i said send him to the store to go get an you know an early pregnancy test <laughs> she so she calls him she said he goes are you kidding me she says the psychic said get it comes in she she goes in there he goes there's no way she's pregnant she came out two minutes later. She goes, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God. So, but being wrong, I mean, if I have, nobody's really ever said it to me. Well, like, so, you know, people that are say to me, oh, you know, they, they, there are all these YouTube videos where they try to, um, you know, de, like, unpack what the psychics mm -hmm. have said mm -hmm. and, and, sh and prove how, like, they say general things that anyone could say. And they, they do look for your... To yeah, help them along with yes. the expressions or the, the yeah you, you feed them information well, that's why, that's why, that's why i don't and... look at people okay the only time i'm looking at you really honestly is like when you show me a picture and i hand it you hand it to me or you're asking me a question i'm gonna look at you but like when i'm doing my psychic part i'm looking over here i'm looking over there and i'm just talking and talking and talking so 
and you get your and, and like you get. I just your, know it. It just comes to me so fast sometimes. I mean, sometimes I'm saying it faster than it's coming to me. What does it look like to you? I mean, it takes different forms. I'm it guessing, takes different but. forms. Sometimes I hear it. Sometimes I feel it. Sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes it's just I just know. I, I, it, it's very hard to pinpoint exactly what it is because it comes in so many different ways. Have you ever had someone sit here and you get nothing? Yeah, one time. I, I was married at the time. This is great. This is a great story. So two girls came to me. This is like, I was married, so it was 10. So it was like maybe 13 years ago. I was doing these two young girls. They were like in their 20s. They came to me for reading. And the first girl, I got nothing. I started getting nervous because that never happened to me before. And it was early in my psychic career. So I started getting, I said, oh my God, what's going on here? I got really, really nervous. And I apologized to her. And I said, I'm just not getting anything. And then the second girl, it just flowed so much. So I told her, I said, you know what? I said, I'm doing a seance on Saturday. I said, why don't you come as my guest? I don't want your money. I want you to come as my guest. So they came. The girl that I got nothing on, the second she sat down, the second I went into trance, I started channeling her father. Her father stayed channeled through me for about 15 minutes. So, you know, that was the one time I couldn't read somebody, but then it kind of it fixed it, itself. It, not that it fixed <laughs> it, it was actually better because she, she actually said, she goes, it was literally like I was talking to my father. So that was the one time I, I had a really hard time, but then it came back to help me. So, wow. Now, can you, how do you believe, or I guess we've kind of already touched this, but can you always convince non-believers? I don't care. To, I don't care to convince anybody. I tell, this is what I tell people. I don't care what you believe in. Um, just don't disrespect me. Now, if you could not believe all you want, but if you get to a point in your life where something is so messed up and so bad and you have no place to turn, Come give me a call. I'm not going to judge you because you didn't think I was real because you didn't believe in me. I'm going to try and help you. And if in the process you become a believer, phenomenal. If not, we can still be friends. You know how many people I've done that to? And it's mostly men. Now, here's the thing. It's always men. It's mostly men. <laughs> my my husband, I just want to say, when mm -hmm. I was saying we were coming here, my husband's like, okay, you go do your, your psychic thing. Yeah, no, and, and that's okay. And that I'm gonna, bothers I, me, though, it, because... It, it doesn't bother me as long as you don't disrespect me. Right. Now, these people who have come to me if they're not believing and, and I've done something to help them, whatever it might have been, they become my biggest fans. They become the ones who tell everybody about me. You know, so I, I, I don't care if you believe or not. Just don't disrespect me. And if in the end you have no place else to turn, give Chris George a call. I'll help you. And I won't judge the fact that you didn't believe in me. I couldn't care less. I'll do my best. That, that's the bottom line. Wow. I don't know. Okay. So what was the most interesting thing you've ever discovered in a reading? There's a million things. I mean, I've been writing a book for, oh, for a couple okay. of years now. Give I us mean, one. All right. Um, one time, my, my, was it, was it my grandmother? I don't know. I think it was my grandmother who was dying. My grandfather was not, it was my grandfather. And he was at Maimonides Hospital in Brooklyn. So I go to see him really late. They, you know, it was past, you know, visiting hours, but the nurses loved me because I used to do psychic stuff for them. They used to let me go in really late at night. Um, yes, I use it to my advantage if I have you to, know what? especially <laughs> at motor vehicles. Um, <laughs> oh, I my have, God. I love to hear that. I have. Story. I have. Um, and when I was coming home, I don't remember if it was Day Hill Road or where, where it was, but there was like all these fire engines and cops. And I wasn't thinking because it was like one in the morning and I, I just wanted to get home, you know, to go to bed. And I went down that street and then I got stuck and I couldn't go nowhere. And before you know it, this, there was a spirit of a girl sitting right next to me. And I looked at her and I said, suicide. She said, yeah, I killed myself. The doctor, the doctor, the, the police officer is walking down. He looks at me and I say, hey, what's going on, bud? He goes, hey, what's going on? I said, suicide, huh? He goes, why would you say that? I went, uh, uh, he goes, step out of the car. I said, oh, my oh, no. God. I said, Chris, you put your foot in your mouth again. That's the Sagittarius in me. I put my foot right on my mouth. They all start questioning me. And I'm like, and, and as they're questioning me, she's telling me everything, what's going on. She tells them, look under the passenger seat. My phone is there. And I'm telling the cops this. I said, listen, some people think I'm a psychic. You know, this was many years ago. I'm like, they think I'm a psychic. I don't know what the hell I am. But all I can tell you <laughs> is... I want to go home. You know, she's here with me right now. She's telling me that her phone is on the, the passenger seat and God. to call the number that, that says, mom, that's a house number. They do that. They find the phone. The parents come down. And this is what she's telling me. Tell my parents, you know, she was an Italian girl. She was dating a black guy. Her family didn't um, agree with it. They were giving her a hard time about it. She wanted to marry him. They didn't want it to. She killed herself. Oh she um, drove her car into a 
into a pole. Now she says, let them know that there's a letter underneath my pillow. Now her and her sisters shared a room together. They called the house. They asked the sisters their note, and they found the note. Then she told me to let them know um, that she wants the mother to make the sauce. She wants the father to make the, the wine. Please don't, you know, stop living your life because I did this and blah, 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 blah. She's going on and on and on. Okay, let's forget that. So that, that happens. So now this is the best part of the story. Now, the one, the cops were like really abusing me. They were calling me the great Kreskin. They would, they, they would, and I, and I can't handle that. Don't disrespect me. I, I won't disrespect you. Right, but, Don't disrespect this, me. That's right. why they call me the Godfather Psychic Mediums because it's about respect. Okay? Yes, yes. So, and it's all about respect. So he, this one guy was really giving it to me and his partner goes, I just give him something. He'll shut up if you give him something. He'll let you go home. I said, you sure I could tell you anything? He goes, anything. I said, you're sure? He goes, yeah. I said, you're married, right? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I said, your best friend's a firefighter? He goes, yeah. Goes, your wife's banging him right now. <gasps> his Partner goes, I told you she's sleeping with him. Okay. Now I'm all nervous. I get in my car. I'm gone. A couple of days later, I get a phone call. I they made me give them my business card. He says, where are you? I said, I'm in Manhattan on 51st and 5th. He comes to Manhattan. He goes, he goes, I don't know what you get paid for what you do. He says, but what do you want? I said, I don't want nothing. He says, thank you very much. He goes, you opened my eyes to something. Oh yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Oh my God. So that's like, so you, you could actually, it's not even about dead people. No, it's, it's, it's no. like, no, it, God, no. When people come to me and they show yeah, me pictures, they show me pictures of their kids. You know, they show me, you know, whatever. They, it's not so, about so the this, dead. So this is not even, so you're not, because I'm a psychic medium. I do the psychic stuff and I do the psychic mediumship is now, stuff. Medium is channeling, is speaking to the dead. So, so psychic is like, he can do both. Oh God, this is your mind. My mind is totally blown. We could do two, three, four hours. Trust Um, me. (laughs) So was it hard to like be married? I know you said you got divorced. Being married wasn't hard because my wife was a huge supporter of mine, but being being psychic had some parts to do with us eventually splitting because, um, and she's an amazing woman to this day we're we're friends and we're on a great relationship. But, um, she felt like, I mean, all my clients are women and girls would hit on me all the time and I would go to events and she would be there with me and girls would want to hug me and take pictures with me. And I think it got to her after a while. I mean, there were other things obviously that led to us, you know, splitting, but you know, what she loved about, it was parts about me being psychic that she absolutely loved. She was a huge, she was my fan. I mean, she was my, oh. she was my partner in this, you know, but there were parts of it that she hated and I understand it. I don't think it's easy being my girlfriend. Right. Because your mind is all, I mean, well, do you have to they, tell yes, spirit I to like leave off. you alone? I shut it off like that. The thing is, you know, it's very hard for somebody like me to date because girls think I'm reading them all the time and I'm not. I don't, I do not live my life psychically. And that's what a lot of people, you know, fail to understand. You know, I'm, I'm not, I look at all the older psychics. Now I'm 51, I 60, 70 year old psychics. A lot of them are screwed up. They're all messed up in the head because they don't ever shut it off, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've learned when I'm psychic medium, Chris George, that's who I am. But when I'm not doing a reading, when I'm not doing an event, when I'm not doing a healing circle, when I'm not teaching a class, it's off because I don't want to be that 60, 70 year old wacko. Cause that ain't, that's not who I am. But, but what happens if you're out somewhere and you've got it turned off, but somebody, you know, recognizes you and comes running up to you. That happens. What, then what? Then I, you know, I tell them I'm not working right now. Here's I'm my card. Give me a, <laughs> you know, give me a call. I mean, now like, like, the, like the Long Island medium, she, I was just she, gonna say she, that. she does what I call drive by readings. <laughs> to me, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. I do not like, I'll give you a friend. So I was in, Salem. Okay. And there's a psychic out there. I'm not going to mention his name. Um, nice guy. Great guy. Actually, I'm sitting in the bar and he just starts reading. me. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, do me a favor. I said, don't read me. I didn't ask for a reading. I don't like it. I think it's disrespectful. Don't do it. And that's, and I'm a big believer in that. You know, don't just, I don't just go up to people and start reading them. If I feel like somebody, like if, if I saw you in, in a restaurant and I saw something that you needed to know, I would come up to you and I was, I would introduce myself to you. I would show you my business card. I would show you my fan page on Facebook. If you didn't believe me, I would say, listen, I'm psychic medium, Chris George. If you, I have a message for you. If you want it, if not, you know, no skin off my back, you know what, if you want it, I'll give it to you that I would do. 
but I won't go up to somebody and say, oh, your mother's standing here and she has a message. I'll, I'll never do that. The Long Island Medium does that. So well, like, like I said, a yes. lot of that's fabricated. I, I feel sure like a lot of it is fabricated. Yes. Well, it's it's reality TV, about, which we all know is not reality. Yeah, it's exactly. so totally unreal. We all know this. We've yes. already talked about this. <laughs> yes. um, uh, you said you had kids. So how do your kids feel about this? Are you kidding me? My my two daughters, My well, I have three daughters, but my from my marriage, my so my son is 14. He thinks I'm the coolest thing, you know. Um, my daughters are 20 and 20 or soon to be 24 wow and they're the, they're my they're my fans you know oh. they're my kids are amazing they're very gifted um my oldest one is most like me where she could be a trans channel and all that stuff trans channel but she doesn't do it it's not for her but she sends all her friends and all, all the parents to me my middle daughter nicole who's 20 she's a natural born healer um she's very psychic she don't really do it all that much but i'm actually starting to train her which I'm very proud of, you know, she's, she's oh doing gosh, well. You have a family business. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my, my, my name is, my real name is Chris Chirillo. Chris, Christopher George Chirillo. I work as Chris George and C. George. So she, when she introduces herself, introduces herself, she introduces herself as Nikki George, which I think is hysterical. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But my, my kids, are, my, my Jessica and Nicole are extremely gifted. Jessica don't use it though. Do you feel like it's something you have to be born with or I, is that's, everyone I born with I absolutely think this? you're born with it. See, um, in my family, it's on my father's side. Um, and a lot of families on the mom's side. My family, said it's my dad's side is, is the psychic side. I've never heard that before. It's usually on the mom's side. It, oh, it is usually the mom, but it's absolutely 100% on my dad's side. Cool. Yeah. So he he had this too? He had a little something, something, but he wasn't, no. Who had it on your dad's side then? That was so. I'd rather not say. Okay. That's Okay, you know what? You know what? What the hell? So my cousin is one of the most world famous psychics. Okay. I don't speak to him. We haven't spoken in 20 years. That's horrible. Why? There's plenty of reasons, but I, which I won't get into. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, it runs on like my dad and his mom were first cousins. Wow. So it runs on that side of the family, on my dad's side of the family. And all the kids like that are about my age now, where all the cousins are like between 45 and 51. Uh, and they all have a little something, but only two of us did anything with it. One especially. Wow. Mm. That's it, it's crazy that it's so like this is like a fa family gene yeah, sort of. I've heard that before. I've heard that that it runs on, you know, it's in the family. You yeah, it's definitely it's definitely in the bloodline. Yeah. I've heard that so, before. So so who would you recommend like okay, so you know both of us have had loss in our lives. Mm -hmm. And Lauren, you, you, you're you more in touch. You've been meditating more. You've been more in touch. I feel like your mind is probably a lot more open than mine is. Now it is. It now wasn't. it is, now right. Definitely. Right. More, yeah, I've but, definitely well, you have a lot of white in your aura. A lot of white. What does that mean? Okay, well, white is the one color that isn't interpretive. All the See, when I give somebody a reading, I always give them an aura reading first because that just kind of like shows what does them. What that mean? I'm reading your energy, basically. Okay. Um, and aura experts, and I do this because they're completely full of shit. Excuse my language, but they just <laughs> are. I love that you're they, being honest because we this is what we yeah. want. We want the we want honest, honest stuff. We want honest. I'm, I'm, we don't, I'm we honest don't to a fault, okay? okay. You, I always say you want some sugar coat to go buy a donut because I ain't the guy. Um, <laughs> you know, the experts think that the colors of the aura are very specific. And I tell people this every single day when they sit in this chair. Like if you're pink and you're pink and I'm pink saying the experts think it means the same thing for all of us. Now that's absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense to me. You know, when I had my radio show, I used to tell them, you have no idea what you're talking about. They hated me. These people hated me. These aura experts, because I called them out on it. You know, my audience loved it, but they didn't like it. You know, I'm a big believer that, and I teach this in my class. My next class is, is next Friday. I teach in my class that auras are interpretive. So we can be the same color and be very different for all of us. The one color that is not interpretive is white. Gold as well, but not too many people have the gold. Um, but white shows purity, psychic ability, and healing. So when I look at you, I know that there's either purity, psychic ability, or healing that's part of who you are. It could be one, two, or all three of those things. With you, it's more psychic ability than anything else, okay? And a little, yeah, it's your intuition. It's the fact that you're an empath, okay? I also think that you get messages in your dreams, whether you re realize it or not, is a whole other story. But um, it, it's the fact that you're, you're very intuitive, okay? And it's the fact that you're extremely empathic. You know, that's who you are. and and that's when I look at you, I know that right off the bat, you know, that's why I like to teach oral readings in my class because wow. I, I could, teach, I could <laughs> teach people how not to let people lie to them. 
Like nobody's going to lie to me because I'm going to say it, you know, and I, and I teach certain little things, what to look for, how to read people's auras, how to read the energy. And, um, what's her, it's a real thing. She's got a lot of pink going on. Um, there's something cr very creative about you. Okay. You, you are also a very old soul. You've been here before. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, yeah, I mean that, I mean, that's quick. I and mean, that's what I say. So. Yeah, that, that, that's the dogs upstairs. <laughs> wow. So, so if somebody wants to get in touch with you, you know, what what would you say to them before they come for a session? And and, and you know, what what should they what should they do before they come? Nothing. Just come. Come. Just bring come. some pictures and have an open mind. And be ready to be wowed. That's it. <laughs> just sit here and let me do my thing. And, and they can just give you a picture and the, give me whatever picture of people that are living or that have passed either or is fine. Right. And let me see what I go. Let me just go with it. Just be quiet and let me talk. And if I ask you a question, answer me. That's it. I mean, simple. Who's this? Is this your mother? Is this your father? Yes. Okay. Let me do my thing. You don't have to do anything. You just show up, have an open mind, sit in that chair, listen to me, give me your pictures, ask me some questions if you have them. And I always tell people, don't ask me a question you don't want the honest answer to. So I can't promise it's going to come to me. But if it does, I am telling you whether you like it or not. I'll tell you as nicely as I can. But I'm going to tell you only because you told me I could. So yeah, yes, I always do. Yes. And and you said you do seances. So that's mm -hmm. different I'm doing from one tomorrow reading. night. Oh, it's completely different. So that's how is, I made my name. So the seance is what? I sit here. I invite spirit into me and I actually become them. That's how I got known is by doing seances. I'm doing one tomorrow night for specifically for just a handful of my friends. I'm going to try and channel their loved ones that have passed tomorrow night. Where are you doing that? Right here. So everyone's going to come and sit around this mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. Do you have to go close the lights or something? You don't, you don't have to. <laughs> it's not like, you know, people think you got to hold hands, you know, okay. it helps. It, I don't need it. I don't, nobody holds hands at my seances. But the truth is when I first started many years ago and I, they did. Because I wasn't as good as I am now. You know, I was good. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say I wasn't as good as I am now. I was as good as I am now. I just didn't know it. You didn't know it. Okay. I and I used to hold people's hands and have everybody hold hands in a circle to help me with the energy. Now it's just like, just sit there and let me do my thing. You know, I don't, I don't need the holding of the hands anymore. I didn't realize at the time I didn't need it then either. But, right. you know, I just, you progress, you You're progress. You're holding your craft. Mm -hmm. Right. Do, do you feel like people who have lost, you know, loved ones that that you know it could be good closure to see a psychic medium 100 percent. you know how many right? people you know how many hugs i get a day you have no idea it, yesterday was it yesterday i had a husband and wife you know who know when did your friend come my friend came like had to be a, a husband and wife um a couple, a couple of weeks ago okay well no it wasn't them because this was just the other day you know i gave them such closure that the husband gave me a bigger hug than the wife Wow. And he goes, he goes, I'm, he goes, I hope this isn't weird for you. I said, give me a hug. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I get more hugs than anybody I know. Wow. You yeah. can hug me before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to. <laughs> um, Thank you so much. This yeah. has been fascinating. Yeah. Anytime you just, anytime you want to do another one, you let me know. I'm open to it. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, we, we, I mean, there's so much, there's just so many you know, especially like when people die, like, you know, mm -hmm. unexpectedly, I feel like there's so much unknown. And, and, you know, a lot of times when people pass unexpectedly, they don't realize that they pass right away. Sometimes it takes them a minute to get acclimated to the other side. I always refer to the movie, uh, the sixth sense with Bruce Willis, oh, yeah. where at the end of the movie, he realized he was dead. Yes, right. That happens. That's a real thing. So the things that we see in movies and stuff and like that some stuff of it is, is real, real, but a lot of it is Hollywood, like Poltergeist, the movie Poltergeist. Okay. That's real. But it's Hollywood. What you see in there is Hollywood. Poltergeist means a noisy spirit. The word poltergeist means noisy spirit. It means you hear taps, you hear footsteps, things will move, you catch things out of the corner of your eyes, lights, lights will flicker. Okay. In the movie, it was very Hollywood. I mean, things are flying all over the place. Now, here, I went to a house years ago. Um, and you know those commemorative commemorative, yeah, I can't say the word plates. Yes, like James Dean and Yes, yes. There was, I think, six of them on the shelf. Four of them flew off the shelf at the same time at me and my team. Oh it, was, my it, was, it was awesome. God. It was they awesome. Just, yeah. It was awesome. That's Poltergeist. That movie, I, oh my God, that blew my mind. I remember that when I 
little so, so, scared. The so when people say that they can like, you know, because you, you always think, oh, those people are crazy. People that say that they saw something move or no, they, they're not crazy. So I mean, some people might be, but it, it's real. <laughs> I mean, like, so, so I just what? So this is I just have to know this, you know, so if let, let's say I said, well, like Lauren's friend had a very interesting. Tell him what happened with your friend. Just we just oh, have to tell. Okay, this. With, okay. Oh, so, don't name her name. Okay, I'm not going to, but she's she'll know when she hears this because. So I, uh, I've had some stuff going, very heavy stuff going on in my life just this past week. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine told me, she asked me, was your dad's name Jack? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, not, you know, I didn't think anything. She let it go. And then just last night she texted me, well, you know, I wanted to tell you in person, but I haven't seen you yet. But um, I was praying for you because I knew you were going through something heavy. And somebody with a J sound in their name came through to me and basically said, um, you know, let her know that this is a good thing and that it was closure and we don't need this for us to be connected mm-hmm. anymore, you know? So, and I believed her. Like, I believe that my dad did. No, you should, to her. you should believe. So she should believe that. I it's think she should. Yeah. I think she, I think I think she should believe. Yeah. I think she should believe. When the hairs on the back of my neck stand out, like I can feel it. I got like a chill and then I know that. Now, I don't know who this is for. I'm just going to just say one thing, okay? I'm I'm not doing readings tonight, but I'm going to say one thing. And I think it's for you. I'm here, and I get this message for a lot of people, okay? Um, it's two things. Number one, I'm hearing that you, you, you're you you're allowed to be happy. I don't know what that's about. I'm hearing that you're allowed to be happy. Just be happy. And I'm also being told for you to step out of your fear and into your power, whatever that means. So if there's something that you've been scared to do, you need to do it because it's kind of like what you're supposed to be doing. Hope that makes some sense to you. Yeah. I'm allowed to be happy. That's good. I Thanks. think it could fly to me too, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can borrow it. You can, you can take it. it. You can share it. We can share it. Thank you so much. Yes. You're very this welcome. Great. This was so. I hope this helps people that are, you know, uh, like me that didn't, didn't believe in it. Now I, I do. And if you, and, and I think also if somebody, you know, needs help or needs closure, like you seem like a guy that, you know, I want to come to now it's because what I, it's what I do. It's what I love to do. Listen, I do this as a living. Okay. Right. But I, I love what I do. Listen, you know, I always said, I'm never going to be that guy who charges a thousand dollars for a reading $2,000. for. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I, I've given readings to people who have no money. I tell them, bring me a cup of coffee. I like a large coffee with milk and one sugar. I said, write something nice about me on Facebook. We'll call it even, you know, I want to help people. Yeah. Right. I earn my living doing this. But I really want to help people. And I help people every single day. I'm going to tell you one thing that you guys don't know about me. Okay. I've done 102 exorcisms all over the world. Okay. Not the rites of exorcism like you do in the Catholic religion. I do it a whole different way. I've done 102 of them. Okay. It's all about helping people. And if if I can't help somebody, then why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, there, there are a lot of people out there that are scam artists and they do this. They just want your money and they're telling you a bunch of bullshit. And who's got to, you know, like gypsies, you got a curse on you. You got to give me $2,000 so I can make a wax thing and I'll take the curse off. You ain't doing nothing. You're just giving them your money. All right. I literally, I love to help people. So that's probably why you're such a good medium because. And I'm real. It's, it's, it's I'm pure. Not, I'm not fake. I'm not, I'm not that guy that's, I'm not the, like a lot of psychics. They'll tell you, oh, if you just put it out to the universe, the universe will give you everything you want. That's bullshit. Yeah. Put it out to the universe, put it out to the universe. But guess what? You got to get up off your butt and make it happen. Like, like, like if somebody's sitting in the house and saying, oh, I need a job. I'm putting it out to the universe. I need a job, but they don't send out resumes. They don't go on job interviews. You're not getting your job. So you can put it out to the universe all you want. Unless you get up and actually make it happen, it's not happening. And I'm not going to tell you that. I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. Right? I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you, get off your ass. You, you, you're lazy. Sorry. All right. Well, I mean, guys, you know, you, your Facebook page, how do they, what's the Facebook page? You could friend me on Facebook on C George, which is C E E George. That's my, my main page. You could um, like my fan page, which is psychic medium, Chris George. Okay. And, um, Those are the two best ways to get we'll, me. We'll put a link up too. Yeah, we'll put a link up to your to, to the Facebook page. And um, okay, so I I am like totally. Oh, oh, oh the, the last thing I wanted to ask you, um, you know, so so like this has nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, anyone can 
get messages, whether you're right. religious, you're not religious, right. like you right. just have to be believe. Just have to, be to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe. You got to be open. Okay. Open that mind. Just open that mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised what pops I, in once you open your mind. I like that, and I'm now I feel like I want to meditate too. You should try I listening. Really try listening to that song. If you're gonna meditate, this is what I'm gonna. Uh, I'm yes. gonna just t- give you a little. Listen to that song that he said. This is this is like psychic one on one. This is what I teach in my class. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to get a candle. Okay. Right? I want you to sit in a chair like this. I don't want you to be too comfortable. I don't want you laying down because next thing you know you're snoring. <laughs> I want you in a chair like this. Take your shoes off. Put your palms on your thighs. Yep. Stay all open. Okay? okay. Imagine, you know, roots coming out of the bottom of your feet, anchoring yourself to the earth. Okay. Light a candle, put it in the middle of the table. Go on YouTube, put in guided meditation for whatever you want. Happiness, bliss, love, money, whatever. Find one that you like. Okay. A lot of them suck. Find one that you like, okay? A voice that you like. And and I I like to keep it between seven and 12 minutes, okay? Anything more than that, your mind starts to wander. That's a perfect, to me, a perfect time, like seven to 12 minutes, okay? Open your mind. Say, for the next 12 minutes, I'm open to any any thoughts, any signs, any messages, any visions you want to give me. I thank you in advance, okay? Call on Archangel Michael to protect you because you're going to, you're, you're opening yourself up to spirit. I call on Archangel Michael to protect me. Always call on Archangel um, Raphael to send healing around you because you want to feel good, okay? Concentrate on the flame. Squint your eyes. Don't close your eyes because next thing you know, you're sleeping. I want you to squint your eyes and just kind of like stare at that candle. Just kind of like flow with the energy of the candle and listen to what they're telling you and do it all in your mind's eye, okay? And when you're done, any messages that come to you, I would tell you to write them down. Because they might be very, very important at some point. Out of meditate. <laughs> Thank you so Thank you much. So much. We appreciate my your time, and wow. I've learned so much. So it's extremely enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for listening. Um, I think it's going to be a two-parter. I think so too. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, just let me know. We'll, we'll do it again. Okay. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. You're very welcome.